You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer, a show where female entrepreneurs get radically honest about life and business. Today's episode is sponsored by Swiftly Social Digital Marketing. Swiftly Social helps people create a heart-centered digital marketing and Facebook ads strategy that gets you results. For a free video tutorial on how to grow your Facebook following by 10,000 or more, visit swiftlysocial.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I apparently can't talk today. (laughs) It's, It's a Monday, so if you guys are wondering, yeah, my brain is not apparently connected to my body yet. So this will be a a fun show. (laughs) I am excited to have my friend Thea Orozco here today. She is a business mindset coach, and she's here to talk all about uh, her journey as a business owner and what it's like, you know, being a mindset coach for her. So welcome, Thea. Hi, Melody. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. So I'm a business mindset coach. And basically, that means I help um, well introverts in particular, because I, I work mainly with introverts. And um, we do kind of like the background work that makes our business a little more fun and less of a struggle. Because, you know, nowadays, we have access to all the courses and all the information out there. But um, a lot of times, as business owners, we can not actually implement what we learn and a lot of that has to do with mindset and for introverts in particular um you know we can just get in the process of just being deeply overwhelmed (laughs) and in our heads a lot and um I'm an introvert myself and so I know I know how that is and I've I've had to go through a lot of different mindset um work myself in order to really do anything even like this like being on a podcast Yeah, I completely feel you on all of that. Um, A lot of people are really surprised that I'm an introvert, but the skills that I have now with marketing and podcasting and videos, those are all learned skills. The me 10 to 12 years ago would have been like, oh, hell no. (laughs) There is no way I could. I barely wanted to call the pizza guy to order pizza. Like, I hate speaking to people that much. It's not like that anymore because I've forced myself out of that. Um, So that's interesting that you primarily work with introverts because I feel like a lot of fellow introverts kind of use that as an excuse to not do things Mm. um, and to not show up or to not, like, reach their potential. Yeah, um, and that actually kind of used to be my case. Like, I was just like you. I'd, I, I've never liked ca- talking on the phone with anybody, even my friends, actually, when I was in um, elementary school. And it's just been, like, a, a long process. Um, so even though, you know, I'm, I'm, even though you're, I'm assuming, still an introvert, even yes. though you're doing the podcast, <laughs> I'm still an introvert, even though I've, you know, um, become more confident and more comfortable in myself. Um, I still am not a big, you know, talker on the phone, but what I have learned is just more confidence in me, more understanding of my introversion so that I can do things like this, but then also feel okay with taking some downtime afterwards. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested just personally, have you taken the Myers-Briggs test? 
Yes, I'm an INFJ. <gasps> That's what I am. <laughs> I'm so excited when I meet other INFJs because I feel like I know them completely. <laughs> <laughs> so are you super organized? No. <laughs> really? I'm super organized, like obsessively organized. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that I like don't. Yeah. So with, with the Myers-Briggs, like I can um, equate myself with a lot of other the INFJ stuff, but the organized, not so much. Um, I do like ma- really making lists. Oh, yeah. Um, that's my big organizational thing. But like, you know, when it comes to like my desk and stuff like that, that's not really. <laughs> yeah. Um, my husband is an INFP and he said when he was, so he's a therapist and he said that when they took it in a uh, counseling school that their professor was like, okay, you know, this is how you can tell an INFJ versus an INFP. And he was like, what are you guys doing this weekend? And all the INFJs knew exactly what they were doing. Mm. The INFPs were like, eh, I don't know, <laughs> which is totally 100% true. Like I have, multiple calendars I always am scheduling things yeah my husband is like oh we have a calendar what's that (laughs) (laughs) yeah well in that sense I am I am very organized like I do have calendars it really upsets me if you know someone wants to do something at the last minute um Uh I just like I I often just say no (laughs) (laughs) sorry I won't go at the last minute to whatever fun thing you say, even though it kind of seems fun, it just it emotionally disturbs me that you asked me half an hour beforehand. Yeah, that annoys me too. I get that. So as a mindset coach, um, what kind of tips do you have for introverts that want to kind of stop using that as a crutch and really make their business goals happen and be more confident? Um, there's a few things. One, as you say, stop using it as a crutch. So start understanding, you know, what is exactly is introversion and the difference between introversion and shyness, mm-hmm. because there is a big difference. And a lot of people think that introversion and shyness are the same thing. But shyness is more like you fear being judged, whereas introversion is an energy thing. So do you get your energy from being around other people or on your own? So how do you feel the most like yourself? So like me, I can do this podcast interview but um if I do this all day long I'll just be super super like spaced out and probably just end up crying the rest of the day um so it really helps to understand you know what your personality is where um you draw the line in terms of like where your energy is going to fail so do you know can you do like three um phone calls like if you're a coach can you do three coaching phone calls in a day or is it two or is it one and then really um accept where you are so I think a lot of the times like we can also just have a real drain in our energy just by not accepting ourselves and fighting against our um inner way of being so I think it starts with you know self-acceptance seeing that there's nothing wrong with being an introvert um because there's just so many different introverts out there who are very successful at what they're Mm -hmm. doing um you know i think um you know in terms of business marie forleo is an introvert um who else is an introvert i didn't know uh, she was an introvert that's really interesting yeah she did a um interview with susan kane who wrote the new york times bestseller quiet yeah that was a great book 
It, it was. It is a really good book. And in the interview, um, Marie Forleo says that she's an introvert. And actually, even Susan Cain was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it really is all about how you get your energy. That's what I always try to explain to people because they're like, there's no way you're an introvert. And I say, all right, well, I love working at home by myself all day. Most extroverts, would that would just drive them up a wall. Um, I have habits every day that I have to do to keep my energy good. And one of those is I go to bed at like 8 or 9 o'clock and I read for many hours. Mm. And I don't want anybody to bother me. That's just one of my introvert things. And I have been like that my whole life. (laughs) Yeah, so I think what's awesome there is that you, it sounds like you accept it and you're not like, oh, this is a defect that I need to like spend a few hours in bed and that I enjoy it. Um, but you know, a lot of people that I talk to, a lot of my fellow introverts, they there's kind of like some shame involved and yeah. shame does not help you have a good life. Um, and it's, shame is just emotionally taxing too. So oh, yeah. um, I think yeah. it really starts with like self-acceptance. I agree with that completely because, yeah, I think where I am now versus where I was, you know, in college or high school, totally different because I was, I didn't know I was an introvert. I just knew I was, I thought I was shy. And so that was kind of the personality trait that was put on me. Like, oh, she's quiet or she's shy. She's just the smart, shy girl. Like, I hated that. And I... Um, and then I have, I don't have a loud voice. So I think I also used that as kind of a crutch. I was like, I'm just quiet, shy, meek, mild. And I let that kind of become me when I don't think that was actually in me at all. That was just what society or, or, you know, my belief kind of put on me. Yeah. It's what society and what you pick up from the people around you just is kind of, everything like I think of it as you know everybody has their own reality it's created by the lessons we've learned um you know as we are going up or you know as an adult and those lessons aren't necessarily true so like like you I thought I was shy and um I was called shy a lot I do remember that um you know when I was growing up we I met like a second cousin or someone like that and he said, oh, she's pretty, but she's too shy. And I got, like, oh, super angry. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh. Yeah, I was, like, 12 years old, but fortunately I was, like, <laughs> aware enough to be, like, that's messed up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we do get told, you know, this stuff a lot. And it does affect the way, you know, we see the world and, and the way we interact with it. Um, so I think part of mindset is really understanding just how much – of an effect that all those stories has on your reality and the way you see reality. Yeah. So how did you get uh, involved with what you do? Like, how did you decide, all right, I'm going to be a mindset coach? It was a very big process. Um, so it kind of started five years ago when um, I was on Twitter. I was promoting an Etsy store of mine. And I saw two people in the span of one week talk about how they felt that they were broken because they're introverts. And um, actually, it wasn't even that. It was they they just felt broken. It was clear to me that they were actually introverts comparing themselves to extroverts. So um, one of them was talking about how she was had 
gone to a parent teacher conference and you know she felt like everybody else just had such an easier time there than her and what was wrong with her and another person was you know talking about overthinking i'm like have you guys seen susan kane's ted talk and they hadn't and um then i'm like okay more people need to be told this more introverts need to be told that they aren't broken mm-hmm. um, because i had been there myself i had been you know in that spot of where I thought there was some some shame around who I was. Um, So I started a Facebook account for introverts. It kind of grew to 10,000 likes fairly quickly. And I thought, okay, well, maybe there's something here. (laughs) Maybe um, I I can do something else that helps my fellow introverts even more and make some money at the same time. So I got a life coaching certificate, started doing that, but then realized that um, business might business um, clients were a lot more willing to put in the work than um, kind of the other people I was working with. Um, Plus, you know, I had been really interested in business and I, you know, had been doing my Etsy store and a few other um, really side gigs for a while. Um, So I kind of transitioned into more of like the life coach for business people um, type of thing soon after that. So that's kind of where I, where I got where I am. It was, you know, a lot of different um, tweakings and pivots and stuff like that. And um, so nowadays when, I, when I'm when i thinking about pivoting or trying something new, I just try and remember, you know, how, what's gotten me to the place where I am right now. Yeah. Um, and that is just kind of making decisions and experimenting. And, and I kind of feel like that's something that a lot of us introverts don't really like. We like to think, um, our way to the end goal versus just trying things out. Yeah, that's so true. But I'm guilty of overthinking and not doing anything. I I call it like overthinking paralysis. (laughs) Like you're just like, I can't, because I don't know if you struggle with this too, but I have really high anxiety too. And it's just like, I overthink and then my anxiety goes up and then I'm like, "I, I don't know. There's too many decisions. Yeah. And then I just don't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, That happens to me a lot. So some of the things I've done around that is um, just realize that it's a problem, first of all, Um, because it can feel just like normal, right? (laughs) Like anxiety and, um, and being overwhelmed can feel just normal. So something that I've, I've started doing was just realizing, okay, well, this is actually not actually serving me. Um, so part of what I'm doing now for myself, part of my own mindset journey is being okay with um, things not being perfect and being okay mm-hmm. with making mistakes so that, you know, I can actually learn from doing versus trying to learn from just thinking, which isn't necessarily as effective. Um, because thinking will only get me so far and then the rest of the way I really need to experience it. Yeah, I I agree with that because that's one of the things I've been telling myself. I, I, I call it inspired action. Like mm. I just need to take inspired action instead of just sitting there going, well, I don't know, let me make another pro-con list and yeah. think about it some more and journal about it some more. Like just do it. Sometimes even if it's not perfect, at least she put it out there and see what happens. Yeah, totally. So like, um, 
I've been thinking I want to do a podcast for a while and I was just thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm like, okay, wait, I need to take action here. Um, so actually what I did was uh, just last week is that I did like kind of a test run podcast um, to see if I actually did like it. Cause I realized that I'm just, I was just trying to think my way into knowing whether, you know, this, this would be a good fit for my personality. Yeah. So um, it's totally okay to like take, confident inspired action um but it's also okay to just take like little baby steps and action that um just kind of tests the waters too yeah well i can tell you it's fun doing a podcast i <laughs> i love it and mine was definitely an inspired action it was a thing mm. i thought of in the shower i th i tried to talk myself out of it yeah. and then i told some people about it and they thought it was an awesome idea and it just kind of grew from there awesome so, yeah. You should totally do it. <laughs> um, so what has been your biggest challenge as a business owner and as a coach? Um, there's like a thousand. Well, um, challenges. You, don't, you don't have to narrow it down just one. If you have a few, that's fine. Um, well, I think, you know, one of them we've discussed, like the overthinking. Um, that's a, a big thing. Also, you know, making decisions, um, also part of overthinking. <laughs> um, and also, you know, being okay with being visible. Um, so that was a big journey for me, yeah. um, is just being visible and being okay with um, the idea that some people won't want to hear what I have to say. Um, so... Like when I was um, maybe about 11, um, my best friend and I were hanging out and she wanted to create a lemonade stand. Mm -hmm. And I hated this idea because it meant talking to strangers. And it, I just got in my head, like, what if the strangers didn't like it and they wanted their money back? And what if we were bothering them and all of that? Um, so that was kind of like some of the mindset stories about, business and um, about marketing that I learned at a young age and that I've had to um, unlearn over the years. So I think, you know, just mindset, being okay with um, putting my thoughts out into the world and being okay with not everybody liking me um, has been a big struggle of mine. And, um, you know, I've, I've gone very, very far, and now I help other people get to, you know, my point, but I know that I have a, a lot further to go to in that area. Do you consider yourself a people pleaser? Yeah, for the most part, yeah, um, until I get angry in the night. <laughs> <laughs> and then you want to be right. You know? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how I am. Yeah, I, I, that's something I'm trying to wean myself away from is mm. I used to just I used to act like I did not have opinions because I wanted people to like me so much and be like I don't care it doesn't matter and really in my head I was thinking I really want to go to this restaurant but I didn't yeah. want to rock the boat oh yeah with my opinion and maybe that's a common introvert thing I don't know but I felt like it was just me that's why I asked yeah, it's definitely not you. I don't think it's a common, I don't think it's just introverts. I think extroverts probably have this too. Because um, they're probably even, I mean, they're probably around more people too. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing it's not just an introvert thing, but 
Yeah, I I was a big people pleaser too. Like one birthday, um, you know, everybody was asking me where did I want to go for dinner, and I said, oh, I don't care, I don't care. And they were like, okay, well, let's go to um, an Argentinian meat house. And I'm like basically a vegetarian, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, so that's where we went. <laughs> I was like, and then I just beat myself up <laughs> yeah. about it for a while. Um, so yeah, definitely. I, this is some, this has been something I've struggled with. Um, I think I'm a lot better at it. Um, just you know, being okay with asserting myself and being okay with the fact that I have opinions. Um, but also something that's interesting is. Have you heard of Gary Vaynerchuk Melody? Yeah, I love I love him. Yeah, so he's I've actually heard somebody ask him, you know, I'm a ple- people pleaser, how can I change? And Gary Vaynerchuk has said, it's actually not something that you need to change. You just need to kind of manage it and understand it. So his whole thing is you give 51% and you take 49. So um that's kind of something I've been trying to do is be like, okay, it's okay to give a little more than you take. Um, just make sure that you're honoring yourself too. Yeah, that's really good. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you and, um, wants to work with you, how can they find you online? They can find me at introvertology.com and I'm on a lot of the social networks. I kind of, um, disappeared for a while, (laughs) um, but I'm hoping to get back on the social media train. Um, they can find me at as introvertology um on facebook and twitter and instagram awesome is there anything else that you'd like to mention or plug before we wrap up um nothing to plug but if there are other introverts out there who are just feeling a little self-conscious like they don't know how to really um access their strengths there's a lot of different books out there um introvert advantage is a great one introvert Power and Quiet, it, those are three great books that people can, can look into. Yeah, I've only read Quiet, so I want to read the other two. That sounds good. Yeah, they're, they're really great. So, like, they have different personalities. Like, Introvert Power is, like, kind of more in your face, and Introvert Advantage is, like, kind of quiet. <laughs> so um, they're actually really good for kind of bringing different ideas on, of how to show up as an introvert in the world. Yeah. Well, this has been so great. I love talking to other introverts because I think it's a thing that a lot of people don't talk about um, because our society is very much an extroverted society. And I think a lot of people are actually introverts. They're just kind of hiding in plain sight. So, Yeah, definitely. I think so too. I mean, because, you know, a lot of people, they're ashamed of being an introvert. So they pretend to be an extrovert. And that means... Um, that it's it's even harder to tell who's an introvert. So yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of us out there. What is it like thirty to fifty percent of the population's an introvert? So I think you know the more of us who can start talking about this and letting other people know that they're not alone, the the better life will be for us introverts. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been so much fun. <laughs> and thank you for having me on, Melody. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, guys, have a great night.
Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.